0: Hello, this is Barbara Ingram. I am the Director of Communications with the Henry County Chamber of Commerce. Today we're talking with Seth Woodrow. Seth is with the Georgia Department of Public Health. He is the Deputy District Environmental Health Director with District 4. Hello, Seth. How are you today? I'm good. How are you today? Great, and thank you for joining us. I was excited that you were able to uh, be with us to give us more information today. We have learned um, so much about the public health department since we've been going through COVID-19, the pandemic, so uh, I would like for you, if you don't mind, would you give us an overview high level overview of the public health department District four, and then a little more about your role in the environmental side of the organization
1: Yes, ma'am. Um, basically, public health is we're responsible for the environment and public health of our of our state of our peoples our citizens in our, in Georgia. Um, this is done through various programs, such as our Women, Infants, and Children's Program, which is better known as WIC. Uh, we have uh, the Public Health Department who handles um, children's immunizations, They women's health. Uh, they do a, a large variety of clinical help for our, our, popu- our population. We, they do STD checks, and uh, just in general, any kind of services that um, are, um, need to be provided for our, our, our citizens. We also have the Environmental Health Office, which is what I'm part of, and I handle or my department handles restaurant inspections, hotel and motel inspections, public swimming pools, body art facilities, and we also regulate the on-site sewage management systems for residents and commercial facilities that do not have access to public sewer. So we, uh, our uh, public health covers a wide variety of, uh, of topics and, and helps a, a large amount of our individuals in our state, even though they may not be aware of it.
0: That is true. That is a large uh, amount of service that you're providing, and I would say that most people are not aware that the public health department has a hand in ma- maintaining uh, certain standards in those various areas. Um, But lately we've become to know a lot about public health that um, we did not perhaps know before COVID-19 in that I am aware that you're actually tracking and providing the data about COVID-19 through various mediums, but I'm aware of the website where you can find uh, information about the coronavirus in Georgia, you can look at data by county, by age group, by race, by sex. How does the public health uh, process that information, that much information on a daily basis?
1: Well, the way we're set up as far as the state of Georgia is, there's 18 health districts. And uh, of the 159 counties that we have in Georgia, they're all divided up within those 18 health districts. And each district is responsible for their own particular counties, receiving that information and processing it, and reporting that information to the state office. Um, it's done through our um, epidemiologists and our county nursing staff, and uh, they they collate this information, they enter it into one of our many programs that we're responsible for using, and that that information is given to our state officials, who then mm-hmm. process it and then provide that information out to the public.
0: So does that mean that they're all plugged into um, the health care providers, the health systems all over the state
1: as well? Yes, yes, ma'am. There's, um, uh, our health care providers have access to the program also. There's certain um, diseases that per state of Georgia are considered reportable illnesses. So if you present to one of our local, you know, doctor's offices, and you come and you are diagnosed with one of these specific diseases, they enter that information into this program. It's sent to a local district epidemiologist who processes it, determines, um, the, determines what actions are needed, and it's also sent to our state office where they evaluate that same information and work with the local authorities to determine what needs to be done to help that particular individual. And since we've had the outbreak of uh, COVID-19, that is considered one of the reportable illnesses for the state of Georgia.
0: Absolutely. And we are very familiar with uh, the information that's coming through the public health and out onto the website. As a matter of fact, uh, here at the Chamber, we published a website at the beginning of the sheltering in place. Uh, called together dot com, and we gather information from a number of resources and post it there um, for our businesses to go to one place to look for updates, um, not specifically the, the numbers of the data, but just articles and information. So that's how I became so familiar with the public health website and, and also with um, the CDC guidelines. So what I noticed in the CDC guidelines, set is that when we were um, preparing for reopening various industries, various businesses, the CDC guidelines would refer these businesses to your local public health department and check with them often in your plans to reopen, and even provided some questions that they should ask you in making their plans for reopening their businesses. So I was wondering, how much do you interact with businesses like restaurants, and how accessible is the public health department in that role of helping businesses plan to reopen, and what does a consultation like that with a business look like?
1: Yes, and we are very involved, and we do encourage any business that is looking to reopen and has questions about how to protect their employees and their customers, we we fully encourage them to contact their local health department, especially in District 4. Um, some districts handle it a little different, but our district, we uh, we funnel those calls through our local environmental health managers, and they they answer as many questions as we can. And if we don't have the answer, we make every effort that we can to find what they need um, when they're ready to open if they if they want a site visit, we can talk about uh, meeting out there with the uh, the uh, owner and operator if they would like, especially when it comes to restaurants and and regulated facilities. we want to make sure that they're meeting all the state rec- criteria um, and they're not getting in trouble by opening without um, without guidance and and they may think they're doing something correct, but they there, there's some tweak that they just haven't done, and they and we don't want to cost them customers or cost them complaints. We want to make sure we get things handled on the front end instead of on the back end. So we we encourage anybody to reach out with questions and uh, thoughts, so we can work through their processes and make sure what they have is is the best for everyone.
0: Well, I heard, I understand that you do on a whether we're in a pandemic or not. You work with restaurants on a ongoing basis, you're the inspection department that gives them their grade of um, public health inspection grade. What is is that process like?
1: Basically, yes, ma'am. we work with all food service operations or all all food service facilities. If they're a food sales facility like a grocery store, those are handled by the State Department of Agriculture, but any restaurant-type facility, caterer, we handle that, Um, When a restaurant is ready to open or owner wants to open a restaurant, they contact our office and we go through an extensive plan review process to discuss their procedures, how they're going to be handling their food items, and how they're going to be serving their customers. Uh, We provide guidance and direction to make sure that they fall within the state rules. And once they're ready to open, we provide what we call an opening inspection. That's where everything's set up and we go in to make sure the facility meets the state rules. Once they pass that inspection, they're allowed to open. And then they fall into our routine inspections. We uh, try to get out to our facilities uh, at least once every six months to make sure that they are operating within the rules. They are given a score at the time of their inspection. And depending on their score, it depends on if we need to come out more often or if they can wait a few more months in between. So everything is based on what we see the day of our inspection.
0: Well, those are your routine inspections. Now, how does that differ from, say, uh, a business, a restaurant, asking for guidance and consultation regarding reopening with these new guidelines, which are pretty daunting? I think the governor issued 39 steps that a restaurant would have to take to reopen.
1: Yes, ma'am. There's a lot of steps that they have to go through, and, and we want to meet with our at least do it over the phone, if not be on-site with our uh, customers or our clients to make sure that we can get them through those steps. There are quite a few, um, but we want to make it as as easy for them to open as we can. But we also want to make sure that they are protecting their staff and their clients because um, that's that's our priority is making sure that the public is safe when they go to these facilities. Um, But we want to make sure it's also feasible for these facilities to open and it's not – Um, not too difficult for them to operate.
0: Thank you for doing that. I'm sure that if they are reaching out to you and getting that consultation and advice, it does make the uh, whole process at least seem like it's uh, easier, even if it is quite a bit to do to get their businesses reopened. But I noticed in – if you remember when the governor – Uh, reopened or or gave permission for some of the first businesses to reopen after we had begun the shelter in place. It was the salons and gyms and tattoo studios and there was um, I think in the community wondering how can you open the salons when many of the restaurants can't open, the hair salons and the tattoo uh, studios. But you had You were consulted. Was the health department consulted in that process of determining which businesses can reopen on what um, schedule or what phase, I believe?
1: Those, uh, those, uh, the executive orders from the governor, those were all discussed at the state level.
0: At the state level? uh,
1: Yes, ma'am, with the state level uh, uh, Department of Public Health Commissioner, Mm -hmm. um, Dr. Kathleen Toomey and her advisors um, from, from the state office. We were just given the information once it had passed through um, the Department of Public Health at, at state level, it was then passed down to each individual district in order to enforce and, and, um, and make sure that they were following these executive orders. The local level had some input, but the, the majority of the decision was made at the state level office, not at the local level. But you
0: do um, provide uh, inspection services for some of those uh, businesses, the tattoo parlors, the tattoo studios?
1: Yes, ma'am. We we do.
0: On an ongoing and routine basis,
1: is that right? Yes, ma'am. Those are inspected just like our food service facilities. They are inspected Mm -hmm. every six months. Um, we do plan review process to make sure that they're doing the same thing. Um, restaurants make sure they're trying their best to protect their clients and their employees. And we will uh, we do a follow up inspection on them once they open, and then they go on a routine inspection of of roughly every six months, depending on their scores.
0: Well, that is wonderful to know um, that the environmental division of the health department has has all of these uh, things that we to areas of. Um, business that we take for granted. Seth, we want to thank you for being a part of this conversation today because we've been so informed and we want to be enlightened about what the public health department is doing and capable, capable of doing to help us continue to survive and thrive in the COVID-19 pandemic. Is there any area that I did not cover that is important for the audience to know
1: I think the main thing is just to make sure you're comfortable with your situation. If, if, you are comfortable, if you're not comfortable going out in public, we, you know, we recommend that you stay home if you can. We understand that some people with their jobs and their employment, that's not necessarily an option. But we want to make sure our, our people, our, our citizens are comfortable and safe and they are informed. So we want to make sure that you educate yourself if you want to give our local health department a call or our local environmental health office a call we are more than willing to um, answer any questions that you may have and and do our best to help you with this situation this times that we're going through um, we know there's a lot of changes and it seems like it changes every day but we want to make sure we are there to help educate and provide information for those who need it
0: well that brings For me, one more question. Um, I know that we've opened up a lot of the uh, economy here in Georgia and across the nation, but can you speak to where we are with the pandemic? I don't remember anybody saying that it was over, but you would think in some areas that that the pandemic does not, that it's not out there. Can you speak to that in terms of our numbers have gone down in Georgia, but how cautious and how um, how much should we be observing the guidelines for
1: for wearing masks and social distancing? Well, the, the pandemic is still is still ongoing. It has not not ended by no means. Um, We, as far as the numbers, the numbers are in constant state of fluctuation. They're going up some days. They're coming down some days. I'm hoping we're on a downward trend at this point, but I haven't seen any recent data showing where we are on that trend. Um, I still recommend, and I believe anybody with the health department would recommend that when you go out, if you're going to be in close proximity with other people, we do recommend wearing masks. We do recommend social distancing, if all possible, um, we know everybody kind of has to start moving back towards their lives, but we want to make sure they move safely towards that and wear the face mask or wear the, I'm sorry, the, uh, the, the facial mask, facial coverings, and, uh, just generally protect themselves. Hand washing is a good step. Um, you know, avoiding unnecessary contact with people that you don't know. Just, uh, just in general terms, protect yourself, you know, in personal hygiene or, are always uh, a good things when we're dealing with pandemics like this.
0: Absolutely. So, the time frame now we're still in a pandemic, and until we have a vaccine, is this going to be our new normal going forward?
1: I, I unfortunately can't speak with that. Um, I don't know what we're looking for as as far as when the vaccine, when or if we're going to get a vaccine. I think all we can do right now is just protect ourselves, protect our family. And, uh, and take care of our community as best we can.
0: Well, that is exactly what we need to do and follow our public health um, department's advice. We will be doing that. Thank you, Seth. And I will be reaching out to you and your other colleagues because we want to continue this conversation. So we'll be in touch, and you have a great day.
1: You're very welcome, and you as well. Thank you. Thank you.